Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Welcome back to the Creep Dive. You've zoomed, you've you've hit the button, you've pressed play, and we thank you for doing that. We won't disappoint you. You're about to be entertained. Do you want an update on Gabby? Yes. Well, let me first say, not a whole lot has happened. But now... You gave us a lot of up-to-date stuff last week, though, which was great. I did. I gave you the most up-to-date then a couple of things that have happened since I last talked to you was we have another TikToker by way of an attractive white female telling us that she saw Gabby and Brian fighting in a restaurant. They were fighting so bad they were asked to leave, she mm. thinks. Mm. Then Brian came back into the restaurant to continue a fight with I, who might have been the manager of the restaurant. Mm. And her TikTok is telling us all about her seeing that. Meanwhile, uh, one of the parents of the girls or women who were shot dead, the married couple, yeah, has been like, generating a bit of stop fucking. Yes, yeah. So we know that that's <laughs> going on. Uh, then Gabby's dad was involved in a public service incident um, when he tried to get into Brian's parents' house. Now. A public service. A <laughs> what, does, what does that mean? I don't know. Is he trying to serve them drinks? I, maybe. It's, I'm, it's, it's what it says. Incident. Public service, in inverted commas, incident. This is from Fox Media. So uh, that happened. Now, this is all as of four days ago, the, these incidences. Now, there's a few things still being weird about Brian. We ha- There's no sign of Brian. Except for all the people on the internet who are rustling up pictures of what looks like, it looks like the picture they brought into school after second year 
of the boyfriend they had in Waterford over the school holidays. And it's like generic male shavedy head white t-shirt yeah. shorts man a lot of sightings and there's loads of sightings a of lot of this um, second year boyfriend slash uh, Brian Laundrie he's been yes. spotted in Mexico he has he's been spotted well, in it's like the BFG Tijuana not is that, the BFG. that is in Mexico he's, all, he's spotted sort of in the tree line of places a lot I've you just that? seen him in like sort of fast food restaurants everywhere okay I saw him Supermax we need to alert authorities. Supermax in Uterard. Nice. Brian Laundry down there on the Wild Atlantic Way. It, that's a, everyone should come to Ireland to hide. No, everyone would leave you alone. There's no doubt exactly. about that. Exactly. If Beyonce and Jay Z can saunter through the Phoenix Park, Brian is going to be fine in in sponsored by. Yes. Yeah. But also, yeah. And do you remember uh, Beyonce and Jay Z went to somewhere? Very like Leitrim, yes, like a Limer- kind of an omniplex yes. in Roscommon or something like that. Yeah, exactly. I can't remember it was very them or else very good cutouts. Well, now we're wondering because there is activity on Brian's socials. So now is we're there? there is there is so there's been kind of a change in a Spotify playlist. A name of a Spotify playlist he's All this oh Spotify God. playlist I'm serious you're on, That's going on yeah, You're on, on the run And was he changed his, Updated his playlist to On the run from running No <laughs> the soundtrack to Thelma and Louise Well here Well look it's happening These little changes are happening This could be the result Of a hacker hacking in Could Maybe. be I'd say it's easy To get into someone's Spotify But people are talking about The fact that he might Also then be even just like seeing everything that's going on about himself if he's online and then that is a really weird thing to be doing he's watching and perhaps listening to us in the meantime hi Brian hi no but in the meantime it's it's still we don't have a cause of death for Gabby we don't have Brian we have the fact that Brian definitely had a conceal uh, license an, uh, you know conceal gun license okay. and we have a photograph of Gabby with a gun Where? somewhere in their socials right okay so that confirms that there was a gun with them at some point right in the journey the gun's new to me all I keep seeing are different uh, like news outlets being like Gabby Petito's um, cause of death confirmed and but then you click in it. and it's like confirmed as homicide. Yes, exactly. Every time they've got me, they're getting I'm like, you. damn it, I am gettable. So you yeah. might remember them searching the reserve. For him. For him. Yeah. Sorry, yes. Well, that was obviously fruitless. Uh, and there's some suggestion that the police and the FBI are trying to throw us, the general public, off the case a bit. They've gone completely dark. There's been no updates. And that's it. There's nothing to report. There. I know. It's just round and round, round and round, and the round, round on TikTok. It's just like floating heads. It's very just annoying. Just being like, have you seen the butterfly theory? No. Oh, it is like some like fast cutting TikTok video. And it's like, you know, 2nd of August, closing in on caption of Gabby's Instagram, like butterfly, butterfly, picture of Gabby in front of a butterfly, butterflies, butterflies, butterflies. And then on the very last post, it's an emoji of a fly. But it's not so, because you know why? why? It's a moth emoji. And in the book, Brian Laundrie was reading... What? There is mention. Of, oh, no, no, I'm okay. serious. Okay. Of 
this is part of your of the butterfly theory. Okay, but yeah. it comes back to it being a moth. Yes, Gabby was photographed in front of a monarch butterfly image. Yes, but it the emoji below was not a butterfly. It was a moth, and that tells and not us a fly. What? That he was reading this book. That people are now suggesting he's trying to emulate. So the do book. you know the book, Cathy? No. So he was reading a book. What's it called? Mm. It's um about, like, there's some narrative in it about, like, people kind of trying to get back to the land and disposing of bodies somewhere along exactly. the way. And the shoeless elements of, in the book. So the, the protagonist in the book is, like, homicidally anti-plastic. <laughs> but also Sorry. refuses... Are you saying that this, this whole thing is to do with the environment? Yeah, oh no, definitely. Like Brian is... But you remember Brian refused the plastic bottle of water from the police on the, yes, the police video? Yes, Right. That's a thing. Yeah. So I, it made me hate him so much harder than ever. Like watching that footage and him turning down the plastic bottle and I was just like, all right. Yeah, all right. Oh, you're better Jesus, than we are. You're better you? than everyone. Oh, well done. Okay. Well, I haven't killed anybody that I know of. Meanwhile, Brian's parents make a day trip to Orlando, right? All mm. of this is photographed and they were immediately followed when they left the house. Well, if you were stressed, I'd go to Disney World too. Wait for this. They were going, we believe, to meet a lawyer. And you'll never guess who that lawyer is. Mickey Mouse. Joe. <laughs> Rogan. Jose. Joe Rogan. Uh, Baez. Jesus. How did you expect to guess that? <laughs> the man. Of interest. Wait for it. This is the very lawyer who was behind Casey Anthony's <gasps> freedom. I knew it was going to be something like that. I knew it was going to be like a top class has gotten terrible people off crimes before. Right. Isn't that interesting? But how and you do know they that have... Casey and went to work on his team. Mm. What? And After her trial, there's reports. she worked as a secret... Um, Investigator. Yeah, like that's not the word for it, a private investigator. Is this secret. another public service incident? <laughs> <laughs> she was serving drinks. And um, now, I don't know, obviously she's kind of fallen off the face of the earth now, but... Well... She was on his payroll. Well, if you're going to be a private investigator, you should be, mm-hmm. you know... Low-key, so, under yeah. the radar. Casey is, as we know, very low-key. She's probably in some kind of wet... <laughs> wet suit jacket competition among all the other PIs. God. So... <laughs> So the parents go to Orlando to meet uh, to meet this guy, Jose Baez. Uh, there's also rumors that Baez and Casey did a bit of sex. Yeah. During yes, sorry, did you say that? <laughs> yeah, did you sorry. did you cloak it in I a think euphemism? I just might have just <laughs> done like a really anti-feminist assumption that like she's gone to work for him, so obviously they fucked. Oh Sorry. god, that's oh, terrible. No, no, You're... I did know that they'd fucked. Yeah. Yes, well, it's alleged. We don't know. Mm. And how interesting. That's the only update after you. T- okay. Look, we don't know anything else. Here's some TikTokers suggesting after the Utah police incident, something triggered Brian's temper enough to prompt the killing of those two women. Right, here's, this is just, this is a guess at what might have happened. Did they run into each other somewhere in town? Was there some kind of altercation we haven't heard about? Shortly after, he flies home to clean out the fucking bedroom storage thing, thing yeah. with his dad yeah uh, then he flies back to Gabby an awkward kind of weekend like a Saturday afternoon job very like cleaning yeah. the storage out with the the son and kind of want like trying not to ask any questions so that you, when you you don't have to lie under oath yeah like, it's all just strange. being like whatever you're doing here 
We can't talk about it. But I shall assist yeah. in the cleaning out. What music, music do right. listen to? Then Brian's gone back to Gabby and then we think maybe it could be that Gabby is threatening now to turn him in so he kills her. That's a, that's Anne. That's a theory. But like, that's a theory. That double homicide has been ruled as completely unconnected. Has it? Well, By... no, he wasn't charged with... They, they said originally it was unconnected. Then they they took that back. Have they? Yeah. No, and okay. they haven't said anything else. He when said did it was they a, take it back? I, I think quite that. a while ago, maybe a, oh, a week ago. How and ever, that's where we're at now. Oh, except for one last piece of information. Guess who's on the scene? Dog the Bounty Hunter arrives in to Gabby's folks place. So uh, so Dog the Bounty Hunter drives a very exciting car and of dog course the, the press bounty were all hunter. I'm you like is it a man is? is it a dog is it yeah. a reality TV star he's a reality TV star like I knew it like I was special. like we are 10 mm-hmm. minutes away from the fucking so, cast of John and Kate plus 8 being involved in this so dog, you know that van life family yes I've been like I've been well laid over into them for days now you know them cast they're the ones who captured the dash cam video of the yeah. van and the digger yeah. in the field red, red white and blue mane mm-hmm. I watched so many of their videos and the proximity of Gabby Petito updates to pluggery of their YouTube channel was phenomenal and I'm aware I say this is the co-host of the creep dive distasteful uh, ooh. Uh, so just give you a heads up so we do- sure here, hope here's Gabby's a okay but don't forget to like and subscribe like and subscribe oh hello you know dog the here is a man He's, a, he's had a, numerous television shows in the States. He is a bounty hunter. Because of his... bit of mattress myth. He's a fascinating character. Slightly young. Okay? He has many, many children. He's been in jail. He is no longer legally allowed to carry a firearm. But his team carry tasers. He believes in tasering is the future. Fine. Now, Dog obviously arrives to the scene. Everyone goes fucking mad. What is this anymore? Who are we? Why? And I was like, well, that's a bit harsh on Dog. Let's find out more about him. He's, you have to then, if you want to find out more about him, listen to the po- arm ch- the armchair expert. Uh, expert. With Dax Shepard. Yes. <laughs> what the so, fuck is Jen, going on why here? did Sorry. you listen to that? I did. bring it here. I did. I'm going to tell, tell you this. All about I'll just tell you a small top line. Don't on I your finished. podcast direct I, people to another podcast. <laughs> it's just fascinating. We need them here. Because he's a legit... <laughs> bounty hunter who is potentially the man who will solve this fucking uh, blow it wide open dogs had this bizarre and terrible but also amazing life he toured with you know big teeth uh mm. save yourself man who's yeah. that what you know him <laughs> i'm just pretending he's an know american she's talking about. come on guys he's an american tony robbins yes he toured with tony <laughs> robbins <laughs> of all the big aspects of tony oh robbins that you could have pointed out teeth. to make it easy to identify him teeth are not the thing it's huge it's all of him no, it is he's a They're huge in proportion person to the rest of him do you remember the documentary <laughs> and when he that, that was the right answer <laughs> you're to, giddy this to, is a ridiculous sorry. story this is sick to, jennifer to, when tony robbins is kind of getting himself g'd up to go on stage Mm. He rolls out a small tra- trampoline as part of his. Uh, yeah, and he kind of does this like weird pointed toe, like yeah. micro jumps. There's a name for it though. That that tiny trampoline exercise. Is it? Loads it's of a, people are into it. It's legit. I think so. Too I don't know. I don't do it. To quit. So here's the thing. Dog's gonna blow this case right open. Nobody 
needs to scoff about Dog the Bounty Hunter's arrival. The man has a fabulous track record of hunting individuals and he won't shoot to kill. He will taser to, Taze disarm. to disarm. And this is all going to break on Dax Shepard's podcast. <laughs> no, Dax Shepard's podcast was years ago. He just happened to interview him. But okay. I was like, whoa, this is, who is this guy? Why is everyone making fun of him? Because of his hair. Was it literally his hair? Yeah, well, he's, you. he also has kind of a rambunctious personality. I would say his career choice is strange also. <laughs> I think turning it into a TV show might have been... Well, look, it's made him who he is. The man has 12 children or something insane. He needs to pay for everyone. Wow, that is okay. very, very expensive. Very so anyway that's the just small irritating the actual head irritation of so it. my creep of the week was dog until I learned more about him and I really liked the guy okay say no to meth <laughs> Jesus he was part of this fucking hell's angel crew of motorcyclists and he has mad stories about that and like he was running with the wrong crowd and you know he talked about meth being the worst drug you could take because it just makes it's like the truth serum he says so rather to focus on cocaine I would actually suggest no again to cocaine. I would say no Very to most class A drugs. Well, well all if you of have the, to. the body. I would if say you have to. Actually, I was about to circle back to cocaine. Methamphetamine. Oh no. <gasps> okay. It, well, no, it's fine if you're not trying to conceal secrets. Maybe it is the best option. <laughs> um, but the teeth and the skin crawling element. Not ideal. Not ideal, but so productive when it's all kind of going right. If you're just hitting it at yes. the exact right point. You're productive can, on meth. It can oh, work unbelievably. for you. Like maybe it's not focused and maybe yeah. like you could keep it to something that wasn't important. I'd say it'd important. be a very particular task you'd want to do when cleaning. you're high on meth. There's a lot cleaning. of cleaning. My grandmother told me when she was on meth that she <laughs> was the best mother and housekeeper ever. Sorry, what? In the 50s, everyone was on She a, was in Chicago and they were prescribed, like, oh. they basically would, like, give you your baby and yes. give you your amphetamine prescription. Yes, Cass. Because fucking the industrial Hoping. whatever complex has made womanhood impossible. Yeah. Nobody... So they prescribed women meth. Yes. Well, it was meth. Jesus. It was whatever the, uh, like, that was Thank the core of it. Must do a good bit of research. But yes, but that's, then she was like, it was the best. Yeah. Thank you. But she I, was never skinnier or angrier. Both skinny and angry. angry. My mother would test Skinny, that, angry and productive. <laughs> Massively. Yeah, like still. The dream. The very Hashtag girl boss. Girl boss. Oh, ticking all the, a triple threat. Speaking of girl bosses, can you believe that these TikTok psychics <laughs> are facing <laughs> backlash after claiming to channel Gabby Petito's ghost? It's too soon for this, lads. Like if she they're was, taking heat, they are they're taking attention and likes. Yeah, well, every you see that I know really lost it with here. the TikTok element of. Do you know what the Tito, problem is? And I know that that's. Can we tell the people what the crunching sound is? Oh yeah. Now, oh, if cake. you're half undressing that now, just that. No, is, you've got to get it out quick. Got it out because now you're bringing it up to the microphone. It's got to be sticky. Sophie always brings oh, the most gosh. inappropriate snacks for recording a podcast. <laughs> Fairness, I ate a burrito through the hive. Yeah, but that was silent. Disrobing. She's here like popping so tins as if she's trying to make a musical <laughs> and munching away on one time a mother of pods. I remember you had like some clicking pen or something like it was maddening and a number of people got in touch and were like whatever Sophie or you are playing with with your hands you, sometimes you would do your nails but it would some kind of clicking you were sort of absentmindedly clicking away 
Oh <laughs> the my gosh, needles. she's done it. Okay, what? let's just... You put, that, you put that on specially for this. Fucking... Okay, we talked about this earlier today on the record. We talked about how wouldn't it be great to have a Coke fingernail if you were eating a walnut whip and uh, <laughs> oh my god my aunt says that you can clean anything with coke Real and if coke. you ever have a parasite drink coke it'll kill it because coke's desperate for you <sighs> drink the coke do you there. ever put a tooth in a glass of coca-cola I haven't but it's something I really want to do completely gone I'd say almost like in a worrying fashion oh, really yeah I had a baby tooth she's going <laughs> in again <laughs> oh my god yeah, I feel so bad. No, keep at it. I'm just not going to look at it. You're, you're oh, you're very queasy. It was like guys. It wasn't a great thing to witness. <laughs> Come on, Cass, loosen up. Okay, sorry. It's just like if I was holding a spoon. It's just a tiny spoon. No, it's to a, a very I think it's the fingernail spoon. thing. Can you? When did you put the fingernail on? Like, how long has it been on, and what else has it done today? Oh, all it's done is like oh, you in the hindered car me that? driving on the way here. Okay, fair. To the long fingernail community, I and would like to say... And you've got marshmallows under your fingernails now. That's grand. That's grand. It's going to be good. I mean, I don't want to upset you no, by you're... extracting more of it. But I do want to say, like, I never knew what the long fingernail community, community were dealing with in terms of just... Difficult to live. Navigating yeah. the world. Like, they are so proficient. I was, I have one tiny nail here and I was like driving the car like, Ooh. I was trying to do the gear stick like. <laughs> Rule number one, protect the nails. Yeah, that's the thing. Do you, I wonder it? actually what would Viles think of this? Do you know Viles on Instagram? I fucking love her. I think she's on TikTok as well. She does the long nail life like in a very Committed. big way. Like this would be a very amateur hour to her. Like the, her baby finger is about that long. Do you think you could do any damage in a fight? 100%. Or would they just flake off? You could you? flick someone's eyeball out with that little nail. Scoop there. it right out. Yeah. Nose picking. Oh, no. Next level. You'd give yourself a brain <laughs> hemorrhage if you stuck that up your nose. <laughs> little lobotomy. Yeah. Here we are now. No harm. Okay. What so do we have for today? Welcome to the creep dive. We're restarting, are we? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Look, it's okay because this video content is for patrons only. That's fine. Nobody even knows what just happened there. No. Now, who, what do we have for today? I have the story of the parrot. Oh, yes. I'm very Key excited witness. about the parrot. Okay. Do you want to Do you want to take this I'll, away? Oh, I'll go for it because I yeah. don't know how long this is going to be. And also, I did this last week and then came back to him and was like, it's like a fresh new story. That's how my memory loss is working at the okay. moment. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm yeah. happy. I, was like, I saw this in my notes and I was like, what? what is this? <laughs> is this a story I'd enjoy? Um, so this is a story about a, a, a murder and a key witness inspired by my research on animals solving crimes. Yes. Or assisting. And I want to like not not like not your typical glory drug dog or cadaver dog helping them find a body or something. No. I wanted like times animals have stepped in, saved their owners lives or solved crimes after the fact. Yes. And you know what? How many? So many. So for the Patreon episode, I have just loads of lovely little stories of times animals have gone above and beyond. Because okay. I think Scouty would do that for me. Okay. <laughs> I know Sorry. she's asleep she's now. She's like grafted over onto that chair. But she mightn't, she mightn't stop it, but she'd definitely sleep on my grave. She certainly she would. She would sleep yeah. on your grave. Yeah. She would scratch the exposed skin bits on your headstone. Yeah. yeah. 
She would. She would. She'd be there like scratching her skin and everyone would assume it's humping, but it's scratching her skin. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure it is. Yeah. Just real itchy I could help her. down south. Don't do, don't do that. Um, <laughs> do you so, want it to just be gone? I think just, that you're so grossed out that you actually I think find that sexually attractive. No, I don't. I think it's the food under the fingernail thing. It's giving it's, you it's the like the worry. You have very short nails, like yeah, yourself. because things under your nails they're just they're not pleasant. It's an unpleasant it's feeling. Just a yeah, but there is going to be. I can see. I can see marshmallow between the acrylic nail and your actual fingernail. <laughs> I accept that that is true that's sad well I couldn't it felt like I was just antagonizing Cassie I think she can put it back on later on I do think your idea is good a tiny finger spoon is a great idea (laughs) like get one of them but like maybe put it on the side and just leave a little a tiny gap between the fingernail and the tiny finger spoon so that uh, the filth can escape out the gap yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then you're not consuming the filth from Sophie's fingernail. That and then never you... happened. Nobody can prove anything. I'm editing this. <laughs> no, keep it in. I'm editing the video. Okay. So for eleven years, the the Durham family. So the Marty Germ. Durham. 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 Oh, Durham. The Durhams. We're happy. Marty and his wife Galena. They got on really well. Uh, Marty had three grown children from an earlier marriage. Marriage, well, Glenna had two. Big family, but a happy mm-hmm. outright. Except for in 1995, Marty was in a car crash and um, it shattered the left side of his body and left him with some brain damage. He oh. couldn't couldn't remember his earlier marriage or the births of his children. Oh my God, sorry. <laughs> so sorry. I'm sorry. That's it just bad. came up. I don't know why. The, it just came up out of me. The like, giggle. <laughs> yeah, it's so sorry. very sad. It's hard really to navigate. Tragic. I feel really bad. No, no, it's just hard the to get over guy. from one yeah. area to the next. Just, 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 yeah. So by 2010, his condition, his, his brain damage actually gotten pretty bad to the point where Glenna was his full time carer. And she was earning $3,153 a month for taking care of him. Well, he got a 1100 month in disability. And they used to split the money between them. Which it's I suppose... It's quite a good sure, amount of money. It's quite a good I mean, amount of money. How anyone. long ago was this? 2010. That's pretty good, I'd say. Yeah, yeah not bad. Uh, Marty previously liked to hunt and, um, you know, go out and do his little his sport hunting or whatever. And Glenna, on the flip side, liked to gamble oh, quite well, a lot. It can be expensive. It was. It was. Um, so clerks at several petrol stations near their home told police that she often bought lottery tickets, including one station where she purchased maybe 50 to $100 worth of lottery tickets three to four times a week. Wow. Oh, my God. So all of her half is gone. Oh, shit. Gone. Is she ever winning? Mm, no. Judging by what happens, I would say not. Um, she also went to casinos once or twice a week, sometimes accompanied by Marty, uh, she told the police. So during a 2012 trip to visit Marty's brother in Montana, the couple, according to Marty's brother, the couple would not go anywhere without Glenna being like, can we please go to the casino? Can we please stop in the casino? Um, so Marty's brother, Dan, said that Glenna would pump $100 bills into slot machines, asking him not to tell Marty how bad it was. Oh God. Uh, he said, before we went anywhere, we always had to wait for Glenna to finish gambling. She took longer than everyone else getting ready because of the gambling problem um, and in 2010 she gambled 75,000 at local casinos according to police reports in a year in one year oh my god so it's bad that's bad really Jesus. bad really bad um, 
naturally began to incur debts according to interviews and police reports they owed money to the irs which is like the tax collector thing in the states um a collections agency tried to repossess one of their cars so glenna who was in charge of paying the bills because she was the carer told marty that she had made the car repayments um and told the kids that there was a you know there was obviously some mistake that they had made and don't worry about it and uh she because she'd obviously failed to do so his previous children told the police that like they were a bit suspicious of her and that you know she wasn't actually fulfilling her duties as a carer or like taking care of the bills and getting them in trouble Uh-oh. so marty on the flip side of glenna was like totally frugal would turn off the lights whenever he left the the room he wouldn't keep the heat on uh if relatives visited in the winter they said they actually had to wear like thermal underwear and double socks so like he must chalk been, and cheese here but he's pro- possibly compensating for all of her losses for the fact they don't have they obviously don't have money to spare right um he wanted to buy a crossbow one stage for the hunting but like would not spend the money on it because he you just not a spender uh he always made sure the bills were pay- paid said one of his friends so in april 2015 marty received a call from his mom lillian who said that a legal notice in the local paper said that his home was being foreclosed. Oh. oh my God. So he went and he confronted Glenna about it and she said it was a mistake and that she would call the bank. But um, Marty told his mother they used auto pay for the mortgage. So he, she was lying to him. She wasn't keeping Marty in the loop of how bad things actually had. Um, but by April 28th, the foreclosure papers were placed on the Durham's front door. And the house was to go into foreclosure and then to be auctioned off. They had gone way into the arrears on the mortgage repayments, right? Um, On the day the house was due to be auctioned, tragedy struck. Both Glenna and Marty were shot in their home. What? Marty was shot five times with a twenty-two caliber handgun while Glenna was shot once, but right behind the ear. It was... Was it Glenna? self Injury. Just hold on. Oh, no, okay. Okay. We shan't race ahead. So it was a couple, I think it was a couple of hours, Courtney maybe Love. even a day or two. <laughs> I think it was maybe even a day before uh, it was their neighbor, Connie, who raised the alarm. She hadn't heard from them. She lived across the street. She hadn't heard from them in two days. Normally they talked and texted every day. So she te- she said this at a later court date. Um. So they were, she was texting and they were texting each other to try and see if they get a response. Jokingly, um, Connie's husband texted Glenna saying what have you done with Marty uh-huh. um, but on the second day of them being missing on the, uh, Connie went into the house and found their bodies on the floor of their bedroom Marty was in his underwear while Glenna was dressed with a blanket over her legs um, and so they called the police the emergency service or whatever and when they first entered into the house they were like you know this is fucking murder scene this is crazy um, blood everywhere they assumed that Glenna was dead but she wasn't dead yeah she'd been shot in the head though she'd been shot in the head and they were there at the scene for at least an hour oh. before oh they realised she was breathing away. Ah. Yeah. oh my god yeah oh it was there god. they were trying to get a dog to the, the dog was growling at, at the intruders Jeez. and they were um trying to get the dog to come out of the house and they realised that, that she was still breathing in the corner. Imagine they were just going around talking about How what shit, bits the they wanted. Of yeah, yeah. Wouldn't have put that sofa there. I would never 
have yeah, gone talking for shit. the laminate floors. Oh, you need to just pay the extra <laughs> for the real hardwood floors. Yeah, but like even if it was a carpet and all the blood was seeping into it, they're probably, they probably, you know, have seen, yeah. we need to get the carpet cleaner guys Fair. in here, the yeah. the double jobbers who do the murder and the carpet yeah. cleaning. Um, So it was a state trooper, Gary Wilson, who went to check Glenna's pulse and as soon as he touched her, her eyes flew open oh and her body God. jerked. And she was like, what are you doing? She oh, said she that. She was yeah. conscious. Yeah, so she, oh. she was conscious. And I think she was there for like two days. Why then if she wasn't she calling for help if she was conscious? But she, she was like, I think pretty, inc- she's been shot in the head. Like, I think she's pretty incapacitated. She must have just come to in that yeah, moment. Yeah, maybe there was like all the oh movement of people, right? So on the day after the germs were discovered, Marty's three children used a credit card to enter the locked home. They later told the police. The two sons and daughter who all lived elsewhere rummaged through each room. On the living room floor they found a manila envelope marked personnel and uh, Jean who was Glenna's mother. So they opened the sealed envelope to find three envelopes addressed to Glenna's two children and ex-husband Bob Norman. In single page letters Norman was asked to take care of their children and the kids were asked for forgiveness. I'm so sorry but I love you and so sorry I've been a disappointment to you these last 12 years or so. Please forgive me. Um, one of you're one of the best things I ever did. Love, mom. So oh, it seemed like they were suicide letters. Marty's. Can I tr- ask? Did the kids come after? Did they break in to, after the case after had finished? Sorry, after the police were there. Yeah. Okay, so the police wouldn't let them in. It was a crime scene. They were keen to get. They in. went in. Don't know why. Um. Marty's children immediately called the police to tell them what they had found. What they didn't say was that they also found cash in the safe. Two hundred twenty-five. Dollars in an envelope marked Mount and 1200 in an envelope marked Wave Runner. So hmm. when the detective, especially Scott Rios, later learned about the missing money from Glenna's side of the family, Marty's children admitted to taking it. What the so, fuck? Yeah, all eyes went on them then. They were like, what? This is fucking weird. Why are you robbing from your, you know, dead I'm dad? Robbing like... Not huge amounts. Nominal sort of amounts. So uh, Marty's first wife, Christina, later said, look, the kids just fucking messed up. They're young. They're stupid. They made some really stupid choices. But they they didn't realize they were like messing with the crime scene. What what age are we talking here? 20s? Yeah, adult children. Young adults. Yeah. So um, after... But you know the way like when you go home, even like, even to this day, you would steal. I steal things. stuff. I would. Yeah. Like an unopened packet of prosciutto in the fridge. You'd take it. That would you? go into my handbag. Oh, you do. Um, you, you, around the place, if anyone left cash around. <laughs> that was mine. That was very. I would have said, especially yep. in my twenties, I would always have done like a real made a point. Drawers check of yeah. everything. Now we're mostly cashless society now, which sad. is sad. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you can do that. Like what's it called? Skimming. Can you skip if you had your own skimming device for doing your your mother's cards whenever you went over to visit her? Not 20. It's not 20. She never noticed. Wouldn't notice at all. Um, after Marty's death, the executor of his estate told police that the $700 monthly mortgage payments hadn't been made for over a year. Um, and it's 700 is a great mortgage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know this is a sad Five. story, but fucking hell, that's but, not bad. But they hadn't paid in so long. They owed about 48000 on the Jesus. home. Oh, oh. The end. One of their checking accounts had just $182 in it, while the savings account had just 118 according to the reports. 
the safe in the home held $200 in change. Oh my God, Jesus, so, it's so grim. The foreclosure in the house wasn't the only thing on Glenna's mind. Several days before the shooting, she'd been battling bronchitis and her insurance company were refusing to pay for her x-rays, uh, any x-rays of her back. Her daughter, Laura, had told the police that debt collectors were calling about medical bills as well. Oh God. So it just all got to her knowing that she had she owed all these bills and everything. Um, she had stopped taking medication for depression, the police suggested in their interview, according to uh, a transcript that later came out of that interview. So, as they, first of all, when they arrived at the scene, looked like the two of them, there had been a home invasion, the two of them had been shot. Then it became clear that Glenna was alive. Then the kids find, kind of locked away these the seemingly suicide letters. Mm. Oh, so uh, that's interesting. So the police yeah, they had weren't, just not so they weren't out. They weren't out. Mm. They weren't like out and about. With the bodies. But you have motive. There's all of these deaths. Yes. It's around the time the house is to go into foreclosure. It looks like a case closed, it open does. and shut. But Glenna starts coming out and basically being like. Sorry, she's alive. So she's alive. So she's and obviously talking. a person of interest and she's talking and she basically, her defense is like. I, I didn't I, shoot him. I didn't, they weren't, they were not letters that I had written at that time. I was feeling suicidal before. This was not it. Like, I, I didn't shoot my husband. I didn't shoot him. It's and, not me. And did she have any memory of the attack? No. So she's, her part of her defense is she doesn't remember anything. And she's got probably brain a significant injury, brain sure. injury here, right? So as police embarked on their investigation, they were contacted by Fran Falan, the wife <laughs> of one of Marty's Amazing. cousins. Meeting Flan. with the police on she the back. She makes a good plan. Yeah. Fran Flan's plan. Fran Fulan. It's Fran's plan. Meeting with the police in the back patio of her home a week after the shooting, she said she practiced psychic readings Here we and go. began reading from a notebook she removed from a folder. She told trooper Barry Wolf it was important to look under the couch or love seat of the Durham's home. She also said Marty and Glenna were right-handed and their hands were important in the investigation. Police reports later revealed that the investigation had found the murder weapon. A single six under the love seat in their home. During Marty's autopsy, it was discovered that he was clutching a clump of hair in his right hand. <gasps> the police hair? report didn't say whether it was human hair or animal hair. After Falan's revelations, Wolf asked where she was at the time of the shootings. Because she like, you know, go look for the gun. It's under the love seat. I'm a psychic. It's a bit mm, like yeah. mm. on the nose. So she said I had an alibi. I was with my daughter. Flan also believed Glenna was innocent, but that's not what Marty's side of the family. So Marty's side of the family basically got a bit annoyed with her because she was telling the police that she was. I mean, I don't know whether she and was. And Marty's side her. of the family were saying he was shot by his wife, Glenna. Yeah. This is what we believe happened. She was the gambler and they were in debt. That's why she shot him. Fine. Yeah. Um, and Flan broke rank. Yeah. <laughs> So, delicious, so delicious rank. is married as well to one of Marty's cousins. So she should just hard regardless to regardless be on flan. their side. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Flan, that'll slip right out of anything. It will. Um, catch a flan in a net. Is somebody trying to They're put just the alarm? They're the alarm just putting Why do they not realize? No, each office has its own alarm. Ah. It's very I was very start very really gesturing. Yeah. I was so ready to have like some road rage through this room. A room rage. Okay. So um, this the plot... Much like a flan. So Flan testified on behalf of Glenna 
Um, We're all imagining a flan. I yeah. Know. <laughs> just just slapped up there. into a chair. Can I just give you the spelling? It's F-A-L-A-N. It's Falan. It's Falan. It's flan. We're, going, we're going with Flan. We're going with Flan now. That's it's what flan. we need it to be. Flan. Flan. So Marty's relatives began to threaten her all over Facebook. Um, you should keep a loaded gun at your side because who knows what can happen. Public threatening isn't Yeah. Right. It's just, and then one of... That's a so specific Dan, instruction. Yeah. Dan, Marty's brother, who was with them on all their casino trips, wrote... You should keep a load of gun at your side because you never know what can happen. Look what happened to Marty. What? So admitted oh, that right. just like so it could be fucking anyone. But what in this motive weird family. Would Ma- do Marty's family have for killing him? I think to pin it on her, maybe, and just get him, get her back. But I also think that they, uh, that they think he should have money. If she has spent, like, okay. they don't really know the extent of her spending, her spending and the gambling. Nobody so, really does until after the reports come out. They were looking at his house, presuming that 4000 was coming into him a month. But they knew he was maybe, frugal. Nah, they were nah. like, oh. They saw about the foreclosure and they were like, oh, these two, fuck. They're going to be now our problem. Oh, very interesting. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, let's, you need to. Think like a family would think. Or maybe they and went to family would be like, ah, fuck, don't want anything to do with you or your problems. Yeah. That <laughs> um, makes sense too. Yeah, but either way, right? He also, he literally wrote on her Facebook page, you're next. Uh, <laughs> Dan says to Flan, <laughs> you're next. next. You're next. Um, could be about anything, right? So in October 2015, Galena was interviewed by the police. She and her mother talked uh, with the detectives in the interview room when she was asked about the suicide letters. She said she didn't remember writing them. Um, She said they sounded like stuff she had written in the past, Mm. uh, telling her children on on their birthdays um, that they were the best thing she ever did. But if she had written anything to her ex-husband, it wouldn't have been it would have been to kiss my blank, she oh, said. So she would so have she said, said they didn't kiss yeah. my flan. Kiss, kiss my, my flan. Um, two detectives also asked Lena about the use of her cell phone the day before she and Marty were found by the neighbor. From 3.32 a.m. to 4.48 a.m., the phone was used five times to look up information about... Um, Disposing of a body. Killing yourself and No, others. the brand of gun, including oh. the... Uh, including the Rugger Single Six, which was the gun that was found on under her the on her phone. Phone. Um, yeah. And uh, also, a message was used if they to take send. like a kind of a let's get a snapshot of the day before Jenna Dwyer just went missing. I think like, it'd be incredibly confusing. I watched some fly fishing. <laughs> I I did. I've, I, I'm getting big into watching fishing. I watched uh, Stone Phillips interviewing Jeffrey Dahmer and his oh, dad. Fucked. Yeah. And uh, DIY YouTube. Yeah. They were yeah, like, okay. the same. Yeah. So, and if you blend those two interests, confusing. Like, Jeffers did a fair bit of DIYing with his altar. I was looking at how to make a lovely, simple, fold away plywood dining table. Doubles as a an coffin. altar as such. Of such. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, mm. it's hard. It's hard to know, right? Um, <laughs> I love yourself. So <laughs> I'm trying to get back into the story. Give a shit. Just I do. Give a shit. I know. But like, where do we go from in. there? No one's going to kill us. But if you did, you could probably get away with it. Fine. fine. There you go. Thank that's, you for closing the, that off. No. That's the key takeaway. Wait, okay. can I make a request before we move back? Okay, so for the eulogy, okay, for me, I want to give you guys permission to just like do a kind of a like 
pick and mix of my previous 24 hour kind of Google search and feel free to like make a rap or oh. do a skit. Okay. Do you how, or, how do you think it would go down if we performed at your funeral just out of interest? Okay. I think if we are not there we were very good in a black veil like howling in the front row all no. eyes immediately on the two of us. If you and were we not get there up and we basically perform a rap and announce we're continuing the creep dive solo the yes, two of us. If you don't exploit it <laughs> for content I will be rolling over, well, I'll be rustling in my urn because I want to be cremated. So I will be rustling, enraged, incensed if you squander yeah. that opportunity. My and funeral is going to be celeb studded. RIP.ie, please, no flowers, just four euro a month to Patreon. <laughs> in loving memory of Sophie White. <laughs> Sophie White writes, um, Back to this, back to Glenna, right? Okay. So Glenna is talking to the police and she's like, I didn't kill him. I wouldn't kill him. He was all I had. And they did have a really good relationship. Well, she, he was also her money, the only income. Yeah, and he yeah. was really putting up with a lot of her bullshit. Yeah. She, and, but a lot of witnesses said that the two of them had been completely inseparable and like, you know, they had a really nice relationship and... Uh, Johnson asked if, if you know, if something had happened, had she turned the gun on herself? She said that uh, she didn't, right? But there was one key witness. Oh, here we go. Gerbil. <laughs> Several people asked the police whether they had interviewed the parrot. Get the fuck out of here. Give me the, I need the breed, the age. African grey. Yep. Very loyal pets. Named Bud. Was oh, smart. Bud. Now, can I ask before you start? Was Bud, um, you know how parrots like mate for life and they mate with their owners? Was Bud, uh, Bud was Marty's. With, uh, Bud was so Marty's. Bud Frankie. was Marty's, and Bud had been with Marty since his first marriage. <laughs> Is this a picture of Marty and Bud? Could That's be a, the world's <laughs> largest Budgerigard. <laughs> Could be right. Bud was a well, super. This was just on our chat thread. It was. I remember. I just, can't I remember the context. It was there, just in front of my face. That's it. It's the two of you. Jen's the parrot. Um, <laughs> super, super loyal. Uh, so one Richard McCambridge, one of Marty's cousins, asked the police whether he could have the bullet that killed Marty, uh, apparently not realising he was shot five times. And the police said, no, we needed it for evidence. So the, the family are fucking, fucking weird. So right. So weird. By so what you wanted to make out of it? Uh, I mean, did he want choker, evidence I guess. Back? Maybe when, it, you know, those tongs, the, the leather kind of tongs and they have a little kind of brooch. Yes, something. Yes, I that mean, could be nice. I mean, they're very masculine. I love those. So hang on. I the, feel like Dog Bounty, Dwayne Dog Bounty or whatever. He does. Yeah, he definitely no favours one of those. So for, I just feel like he's mad for bounties. <laughs> I actually Cass, think they're there The parrot was there all this time in the house with the bodies. Everything. Witnessed the crime. Yes. Okay. And his family are like talk to the parrot, and his family, Marty's proven, family, yes. are like talk to and the parrot. And Marty's family, who've proven really fucking weird through this whole mm. investigation. Yes. So the police are like, we are not interviewing a parrot. Thank you for your concern. Thank you. Yeah, you cannot keep this bullet. We are not going to interview the parrot. No. Okay. Right. No. So a year passes, and in May two thousand and sixteen, there's still no arrests. His side of the family are like still like it's obviously Glenna but she's like I didn't do it loved him didn't and do it no charges are brought and no charges are brought forward right so 
And the weapon is found on found. the Yeah, seat. yeah. And her no fingerprints or gun residue on her hands or Well maybe if it was theirs the in the parrot's place. Claws. Gun residue on no the clothes. Do you know the way the parrots speak in the voice? Mm-hmm. Like they don't have a voice of their own, they perfectly speak in the voice mm-hmm. that they're mimicking. Did the parrot speak in Marty's voice? Just wait. Oh, okay. So after a year, the f- and with the police kind of like at a dead end. The family turned to the local TV, uh, local news TV, and gave the reporter a videotape that showed Bud imitating two people in an argument. Get <laughs> the fuck out yeah. of here. Amazing. Clinging to the outside of his cage, the parrot's voice changes back and forth during the two minute video. Creepy. Shut up and get your. F- it's actually just censored the- out. So it just says, expletive over here. And then don't shoot. <gasps> One voice saying shut up and something. And another voice saying don't, don't shoot. shoot. Oh my yeah. God. Is Back this video on the internet still? And can you hear? Is Back there, and forth uh, in Marty and Glenna's voices. And who's saying what? Well, Glenna's going to shoot. Marty's saying don't Marty's shoot. Marty's saying don't shoot. Yeah. This is unbelievable. Oh my God. It? Yeah, that's wild. So uh, the video was shot by Marty's first wife. Um... She had owned the parrot during their first marriage, but took him took it back after Marty's death. Um, she said she was alarmed by the video, but for 11 months didn't tell anyone outside the family uh, and asked so why the family that. finally shared it with Wood TV in May. She said she hoped it would be spur public interest and push police into making an arrest. She's just evil and mean and dirty and inside out, she said about Glenna. It's kind of crazy, but a lot sad. So after the video in 2017, Glenna was found guilty of first degree murder. Absolutely <sighs> amazing. So they took that as, there's our evidence. They took that as like something significant. Okay. Yeah. With yeah. all of the other and information. And then they obviously got everything else together. So she did write to... the notes. She did kill him. And she did shoot herself. She did shoot herself. And she shot him. I, I would say she shot him. An excessive and then amount shot of herself just before. Um... Did she think she poor did God. she and she wanted to die to take yeah to die by suicide like that she did not expect to survive I yeah presume so but that's mad so like how did the gun get away was it sort of like a reflex force of the shot must sent have, it away or must have and sent it tumbling under the couch and so what then have you listened to is the it, have is you it got here? it there I've got something um, is it the like give it a lash I think so I think these are all the news things. I just go back I'm to waiting this for other don't clip. Shoot. Yeah, I just have this other clip above that that has is cut into a newsreel. So hang on. <laughs> don't fucking shoot. So that was the parrot saying don't shoot. Yeah. yeah. So that is crazy. That is a man's voice. Like. Yeah. Yeah. God, that's. But also, could it have been the case that she trained? the parrot to say that after the fact we know that she hated yeah, of course. this wife this new wife 
It's possible. But anyway, it was found to be that she was the murderer. I think everything else in the case really pointed towards to her. it being Glenna. I mean, certainly. Yeah. And it was amazing that they didn't have enough before the parrot to nail her on it. Yeah, I guess it was. I mean, I don't know. Like maybe stuff we don't know. It. Like it's like all Although that kind of stuff. Witness. Yeah, that is. But amazing. also all the like maybe the the way that she was shot couldn't have been self-inflicted okay. I don't know was there was am- other ambiguity. stuff in there obviously they didn't walk in they were like this is a you know open and shut case Ooh, very good until the part came along I love that story thank you I love that Glenna really? probably hated that part all the way through their I know. stupid marriage too and she was like oh, <laughs> yeah because pirates are annoying I'd say oh oh, I think they're I mean, absolutely actually, very have big three pet. children so I think that I basically have three parrots. I think a parrot is not a pet, not, not it, for the absolutely committed. Mm. Yeah. And I think when you have birds, don't they like, doesn't the shit just get everywhere? Yeah, they shit like, They don't shit in their cage. It like them. shoots out of the cage. Oh no. Yeah. Really? Shoots out of the cage. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Like, I think they, when they sh- like shit in they the cage. Tr- they kind of squirt it outside. Yeah. Mm. Like they sound like hideous pets. No <laughs> offense to anyone who has birds as pets. Hideous, but like, yeah, I don't know. It's very like intelligent, you though. You'd get a lot back. And you could, you could definitely cuddle a parrot. Ugh. Oh, no. Why not? Oh, no. Really? It'd be like cuddling that tiny little baby finger spoon, I'd say. Just, yeah. just thanks, riddled. But no thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. Do you remember that time I once held a pigeon in Paris? And I was stroking it and it was amazing. And then this fucking huge bug oh. ran out from under oh. one of its feathers and in to under you. another one. No. Oh, I was God. like, Jesus, that is a big tick or something. That a put Paris me right pigeon off is hugging not... Paris it's pigeons. Yeah, no, not good. Not also, good. you'd worry if the pigeon would sort of allow itself to be stroked. <laughs> Like, in a way that it was trying like to pass it had on low a parasitic self-esteem, <laughs> and like you, you don't, you only want a confident pigeon, not one of these like the loser of the pigeon no. community. No, no, no time. Okay, for that. I'm dying for a piss. Where are we at? An hour. What cool. do we think? I have gotten? Can I go for a whittle, or would you, can I? It's, it's no, Jen, you can't. We can't. Well, it must trickle down your leg. Choose that. I have um, a tiny little fun fact to see us out and possibly uh, a a patron a patron testimonial. Oh, fabulous. So we can wrap and then hive. Yeah. Do you, do you forgive me for the tiny fingernail? I will in time. I really will. Okay. I can, I won't so push fresh. it. I accept I respect and accept your feelings on that. What did I miss? We won't go back into it. Okay. <laughs> Do we have a small little nibble for the A nibble the for the road. Let me deliver you via a very small Coke fingernail. A tiny fact about the barbers. Oh, please. Yeah. What, the hairdressers? Yeah. Okay. Hairstylists? Hairstylists. Has anyone here ever been to a barber? Many times. And? Are you, do you bring art? Yeah. Ah. It's awkward. Is it? Yes. How's it going in there? Is it just like men being men and it's all a bit awkward and boring? Yes. No offence, man. It's so silent, tension filled. Mm. <sighs> yeah, like I was watching Dead Poets Society last night, as you know, and um, just the, the sheer volume of men was so unappealing. 
Like there was a few scenes that were like around the kind of mess hall of the school because it's set in a kind of fancy boarding school. So I'm sure it's not called a mess hall, actually. It's probably called the dining room. Mm-hmm. Mm. And like you could just see that the caliber of chat. Low. ATL. All time low. All I'd say time the low. dearth of gossip. Zero. Tragic. Serious. Boredom central. Central. Yeah. So. Yeah. The barber seems like an extension of that. Yeah. Nothing. But barbers of old. Much more colorful. Oh. Much livelier places. And I was like, now this is an interesting one. Like, you know, do you ever think about like, what your old timey profession would have been? No. Mm. Let's see. Have a quick think. Oh, I'd definitely be a basket weaver of some sort. Mm. I would like to be on laundry. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> with a no big way. stick. With Stirring the, a big stick. And the the kind of, what's yeah. that? Like, it's like a slatted yeah, cheese door. grater. And you're like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. yeah. I can't see it for you. Oh. I'm sorry, but like. Madam, a madam? You need a lot of, oh, there you go. Madam. Yeah, I was about to, not that you lack the upper body strength to be a laundry mistress, but I do feel you do. insulting. I'm sorry. I'm working these, on my swimming. Look at these forearms. They're absolutely, they're completely, t- look, feel yeah, a lot of tension. Yeah, I actually say you'd be good at it. Thank no, you. No, no, I appreciate no. that. Feel that. Where? What? Feel your forearm. I'm not <laughs> sure this is an area. Fetch the calipers. <laughs> where we can... <laughs> it feels good. Who's got the best forearms of the Greek time? Um, okay, so old-timey profession. Um, I would say you... Barber. Barber. What? Am I getting into ears? Am I Am I oozing spots? I would say very low-fi yeah. surgery. That's ah, what I'm interested yeah, in. Yeah. And you used to be able to get your teeth done in a barber, if I remember this well. Oh, I can picture, even like contemporary barbers, I can so see you doing, is it the Turkish shave where like yeah, you're shaving the fire. all the fine hair from the entire yeah. planes of your face? It's so intense. They even still do this in, in uh, around Dublin 8. There's tons of Turkish barbers. Uh, is that the right? Are they from Turkey? Is that what it is? Or is it a method of... barbers, yeah. Okay, anyway, they set fire to something on the end of a stick. (gasps) And then they're like, bah, 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 into your ears. (gasps) And that, you know, gets rid of all the little white ears that would be inside a man (gasps) or a woman's ears. The white ears? Sorry, the white hairs. hairs. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the mini ears that grow within. Uh, Yeah, so anyway, that happens. Happened to Dan. No warning. (laughs) <laughs> he was like fucking hell um, did he say it like felt hot was it exciting he didn't feel anything the smell he said was powerful right mm, yeah. yeah interesting and the fright yeah the fright yeah I um, the fright okay <laughs> I feel like again I don't mean to be like down on men in such rapid succession as well but I feel like with women like that reminds me of the do you remember the poker hot catheter thing that they used to singe off the bad tissue in my yes, badge yes I do remember it's so archaic it seems like they cauterized it but yeah they, then you were told just a two paracetamol on yeah. your way in yeah Cassie and then they took a fucking quartering iron to her just straight to well straight I to the wandered in and was like well at least they'll probably give me something like a volume yeah. or something like yeah, just to take the edge off, like be in the room, but not in or the room. Or maybe some pain yeah. relief. I and mean, why like, is it oh, so we can't? Yeah, why not? Um, oh, because I wasn't happening. an inpatient. So there's something about like medical. They can't just inpatient. let you off with a load of. Oh, maybe they yes. have to keep you to see. Make but sure the, that the very same institution gave me genuinely about four dozen oxycontin tablets. That's right. Um, after the next birth. Yeah. 
weird. Mm. God, but anyway, that's just, I think, you see, women go through, I think, like, our lives just expecting those kinds of random medical treatments. Mm-hmm. Horror. So then when you have, like, the your ear hair singed, that feels fine. That feels like very... That's low end. That's very low end on, yeah. the, on the other scale. Okay. So, did you ever wonder why the red and white uh, barber shop stick... Blood and pus? Blood, blood and bandage, no? It's <gasps> a blood soaked... Yes, exactly, Cass. So, um, in the States as well, they have red, white and blue. So, they've barbers have been in charge of cutting hair for centuries... Mm-hmm. Uh, and they used to have a longer, more jam-packed, action-packed job description. So in medieval times, the professionals were known as barber surgeons. Here we go. Uh, just like gen surgeon. Love it. Yeah. So um, they were giving customers the trim of the head hair and then quick minor surgery, pull teeth, as you said, amputate limbs. Get out uh, of here. Yes. So we went really... Up to 90 on that one, I would say. Um, they have all the apparatus. They did. But that's it. A casual bloodletting of a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Trapanning. Any old time. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be going on all the time. You'd just have sometimes a hole. You know, you wouldn't just. You'd have a hole in your head. <laughs> that's what trepanning is. They were like, headache. I've got to create <laughs> a hole inside your head to relieve pressure. They had this obsession about pressure and blood building up pressure and that being the cause of your literal any ailment whatsoever they also had this idea that um there was good blood and bad blood sorry good which is correct in a sense if you're talking about like oxygenation Mm. of the blood but they didn't have an understanding about that yet so they just there's definitely bad blood yeah they were just really obsessed with letting the bad blood out yeah but the trepanning thing is fucking mad because you have to wonder about the person who started these kind of weird and I yeah, yeah, it's I can't you, shake the idea exactly that, that there's some this. sort I'm of like hyper interest a kind of a flattened 2D gen yeah. just kind of going around medieval times you know the way in all the paintings they're yeah. really flat and Jen's just there I've kind got of a like, cure all my last. head hurts yeah yeah straight in <laughs> yeah just a mallet and a stick or I don't know why I'm picturing do you ever do a bit of home siliconing you know yes. around the bath mm, yes and that big steel thing that you load the Coffee thing gun. into yeah thank you but the, the tools cast. were literally that can't wait for your van life YouTube channel cast. coming soon it's so on point um, so yeah I feel like it makes loads of sense because that's what a headache does feel like pressure just, mm-hmm. Um. But it's kind of brilliant. Then be, then came the understanding of the leeches and that was really good. And then the maggots. Yeah. And they Aren't are they amazing. And maggots, yes, yes, they yeah. do. It's fucking amazing. Stuff a load of maggots in. They only eat the rotten bits. They leave Very all the healthy clever. tissue. It's yeah, why didn't they give me just a maggot vag instead yeah. of like just going to sear the vag off yeah, you. It was absolutely I desperate. Know. That was bad. Yeah. It was kind of a two for one, kind of got a new vag. Like, well, like a, a vag within a vag. Mm. A vag within a vag. Okay, so. It's like when you get a bag and there's a new bag inside, like a smaller bag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <be> back. <laughs> Um. Okay, so that like exactly as Jen was describing, at the time people really did have a lot of focus on just having too much blood inside you could yeah. cause diseases like the plague yeah. and fevers and that really letting some blood out on the reg is just a bit healthier. Yeah. And so in 1163, Pope Alexander III, who had a lot of interesting practices. Actually, I researched him for Corpsing, My Body and Other Horror Shows, so still available wherever you get <laughs> your books. 
um, because he is a man now who on his deathbed summoned some um, boys yes. uh, to drink their blood to try and stave off Death. the in end as yeah. it was coming. So anyway, um, Pope Alexander III ordered monks and priests to stop performing bloodletting um, and because then there was like a gap in the market, the barbers were like, not a problem, we'll do it We'll instead. do it. Yeah. Ah. And so they would give, during the bloodletting, people poles to hold. And if they dropped the pole, they'd taken too much blood. Oh. Is Gen- that worse? Jen is good. So grasping stuff basically made the veins pop out and easier to find. Um, and then they would, um, they knew the limit. Um to the blood their letting. patient was conscious. So they'd tie towels around the, you know... Uh, Tourniquets. Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. And then after the letting, they'd wrap the towels around the poles <gasps> outside. And so began the barber pole. Yes. Ah. So the towels would often stay bloodstained even after a good scrub. And so, yes, it was very common to just see them wound around poles outside the barbershops. Isn't it fucking fascinating? Because without all of this mad stuff, we never would have reached the point of antibiotics or, you know, this is part of the process by which we we understood how the human body worked. So as much as it's like fucking mental, it was educational as it turned out. Yeah, I mean, it's all like, I guess, somebody has to do the thing first. Um, was it Darwin and the needle in the eye or was it um, which one had the theory of displaced uh, bodies no idea you know, oh uh, Eureka Einstein no it when was he got into the, the bath older, yeah and then he saw that the water, water raised yeah. Yeah. Like, displacement yeah, like, yeah. Oh, uh, was that? one of those guys anyway basically had a, like a bit of curiosity about the eyeball and just took a very long needle right down into his own eye. See how far back that? he could go. I remember. I remember this being. And what? Ha- what did he find? I think he just found that, like you know, you can you There's hit space resistance at yes. some point. There is something back there. It's interesting because, um, like, the first uh, organ transplants failed and failed Again. and failed. Like uh, hundreds of people died getting that right. But sure, they were dying anyway, presumably. Yeah, Newton. Newton's Newton. Isaac yeah. Newton thank you um, so it's interesting actually like have you guys listened to the new Doctor Death series no season 3 on Wondery uh, it's very good I actually am amazed at how they've managed to like just consistently do bangers of that show so the first one was about like a really dodgy neurosurgeon called Dr. Dunch. It's hard it's a hard listen, it's, isn't it? Yeah. There's, There's something the about really it that I find really comforting. It's the oh, descriptions it? of the horrible surgeries. Yeah. And then the second one I found somehow even darker. It was about the doctor selling patients on chemo they didn't need. Oh, that is. Oh, sick. I don't think I've listened to that one no. either. You ha- Cass, you'd love them. They're yeah. so well made. The host is exceptional. And anyway, on this latest one, um, it's all about a an Italian doctor who's trying to kind of spearhead creating uh, a piece of the esophagus out of plastic, like in a lab, like developing this very tiny piece of uh, like you know to mimic a part of the human anatomy basically and um insert it into humans and uh people just keep dying it's not going well it's not going well yeah and it's mad because there was like 
then massive kind of like cover-ups and it kind of like exposed a lot of kind of like institutional hypocrisy yeah. for like across Europe as well actually because the first two series is really focused on the kind of like dodginess of the American medical system you know because it's privatized there is it's just a fucking sorry it's cowboys like it know? reminds me of the vaginal mesh stuff that's ongoing still to this day what's uh, that it's a, it was a mesh that they used I'm not going to get it right but it was something to do with it, curing incontinence in, in women who'd have vaginal births or some way oh. of holding up the yeah, sort of like it uterus. prevented prolapse or yes, something yes maybe it was that but they used this particular mesh and they continued to use it even after the, it had been proven to cause terrible terrible further problems for the patients and uh, it's only now it's sort of coming out or recently enough I'll get back to you with after having yeah. some Next research time on that on the creep yeah. dive okay Anyways, uh, before we leave you we have a new exciting feature of the creep dive which oh, yeah. is creep testimonials. Oh yes, we mm. definitely want to talk to you about this. So our it's a, our patron is absolutely bopping and genuinely without the patrons be. like you guys are are funding the show mm-hmm. and we really appreciate it. And all you main feeders who listen loyally, we fucking appreciate you so much as well. Like you don't have to contribute and um, to to support us like you guys support us when you share the show and tell your friends and listen and mm-hmm. like that's fucking amazing but anyway we thought it'd be kind of fun to ask patrons um of the show to send us testimonials so this is going out to you if you're a patron and you want to be in with a chance to get a new uh amazing uh the new design of the tote the creep tote <laughs> tote is andy the goose iconic story Very as popular. told by Jen O-D-W-Y-E-R back in Cork and um, we will send a tote to the best patron testimonials so basically we just wanted to hear from you about what does being a part of the Creep Dive patron give you in your life so I have not listened to this um, oh, we oh. have one submitted um, so I thought it'd be fun to play it cold <laughs> we'll just see what it says did you okay. put the call out on the patron already I have put my feelers out I see okay so let's see so there's two little messages here. Let's see what happens. I'm really glad I'm a patron of the Creep Dive because I want longer stories. I want more juicy details. I want to know the history, the etymology and the pathology of every disgusting thing I'm being told about so I can really immerse myself in it. And being a patron really scratches that itch. Oh, yeah. thank you, dear listener. I love it. We hear what the second bit just says. It might just be It like, might be a person. Is that okay? Is, is that, that okay? okay? I'm really glad I'm a creep dive patron Ooh. because I have resented the license fee every day of my life, but I never resent the money I put behind Sophie, Jen and Cassie's brilliant storytelling. It is funny, smart and thoughtful. And it's really great every time I hear dismal man on the radio saying something annoying that I can turn to the creep dive and there's loads of content there for me well thank there you, you. fucking A that's nice and that point. is a genuinely really nice testimonial but we also invite piss take testimonials micro creep testimonials anything please just legit, legitimate critical feedback I would say direct that over to no thank you creeping for love creeping yeah, for exactly. love I think it's going to take us changing <laughs> elsewhere please <laughs> well thank you for listening get in touch you can send, send your, your testimonials, testimonials to creepinforlove at gmail.com that is creepin that's no G 
forlove at gmail.com. Thank you ever so much. Tell your friends. Come back soon. See you later. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.